Welcome to Atomic Geekdom. That old Just Two Pals podcast. Ringside Geeks. It's the only comedy podcast on the internet. It's the Coffee Jelly Hour. Two Broke Geeks. The Atomic Geekdom Network. It starts as an interest, then you're a fan, now you're a geek. Atomic Geekdom. Geek the day. Hey guys, this Christmas season, Christmas, listen to me, maybe you don't even celebrate Christmas, maybe you celebrate Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa, maybe you even celebrate New Year's, I'm not judging, however you get gifts from your family, you can't be guaranteed to get that great geeky gift you're looking for, maybe you're gonna get underwear from mom and dad, yeah, because maybe you didn't describe what you wanted properly, or maybe your family didn't know where to get it. Either way, the only way to guarantee you're going to get a gift you love is to get it for yourself. And you know where you can do that? AudibleTrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. That will get you a free 30-day trial of Audible's awesome services. What kind of services? Audiobooks. They've got thousands and thousands of them. I personally recommend The Autobiography of Santa Claus or How Mrs. Claus Saved Christmas by Jeff Gwynn for keeping in the spirit of the season. But if neither one of those sounds like your bag, like I said, they've got thousands. You're guaranteed to find something you love. Plus, by going to audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom, you help out the Atomic Geekdom website, which helps us at Two Broke Geeks Out because we're on the Atomic Geekdom website. So that can be your Christmas gift to us, is helping us stay on air air like there's air anymore we all know it's internet so that again is audibletrial.com slash atomic geekdom to get a free 30-day trial of audible which includes a free download of an audiobook and what a great gift for yourself go there now merry christmas happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa and happy new year Hi, this is Billy West. Or oh, Stimson J. Cat. Or oh, Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg. And I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Right, that's your Hakuman bit. Oh, Ben Cinder Claus. Merry Christmas! Dinner was full! This is the night before the dawn, before the day of Christmas. <laughs> Your Honor, every one of these letters is addressed to Santa Claus. The post office has delivered them. Oh, you almost forgot. Smile, Sammy!
had a song stuck in your head for so long you thought you were going to go crazy? Oh, yeah. That happened to me this week. I was like, mother frigger, I can't get this song out of my head. And what What's the song? Is this a song you want to share with everyone? Oh, yeah, no, because it's not in my head anymore, although it probably will be now that I'm talking about it. But it was Everybody Shut Up, I Have an Erection by <laughs> Ninja Sex Party. Nice. Yeah, and I was like... That's a good song to have stuck in It your was head. for, like, the first day, but then it went into, like, two and a half days, and by... The end of day two, I was like, God damn it. I just need to get this song out of my head. At and... least it wasn't like New York City Comic Con when we had Jack it in San Diego for like three days straight. Ah, uh, yeah. Good times. Yeah, good times. good times. So, yeah, time to start this show the right way, the proper way, and say, hey, welcome to Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And we've got stuff to talk about, I think. Think I feel like there was a movie that came out this week that was kind of a big deal, but I can't remember. Yeah, it was uh, it was The Shape of Water. Oh, I thought it was that. I thought it was that bull movie, Ferdinand, with uh, John Cena in it. Oh yeah, Uh, you know I couldn't, I couldn't see that. Oh well, then I don't know what the hell we're gonna talk about then. Yeah, I don't know. Of course, I know. Oh, I know what we can talk about. We can talk about that. What is that? Star Wars something? Nope, never heard of it. Don't oh, know what you're talking no, okay. about. Okay, well, then never mind. I guess well, we're... all right. Guess yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks right. for listening, everybody. We don't know what we're going to talk about now, except for The Last Jedi. Well, I mean, man, there's other stuff to talk film. about, yes. too. But, <laughs> but oh. man, this film. Yeah, uh, lots of moaning and bitching and complaining going on about so, it. And so much. Lots of I, arguing. And I'm actually shocked. Like, me too. Uh, it, it is. It is considered. It has the lowest Rotten Tomato score of all the Star Wars films. Here's the weird thing I learned about Rotten Tomatoes. Um, that is bullshit. Well, yeah, it always has, been, but I mean the the critics' score is really good, but the audience score is really good and really not good. But what I learned is that for an audience member, like they don't verify that you have seen the movie and you can rate it more than once. Really? Is, yeah. So there could be some like trolling going on there of some sort. Um, here, here's the Metacritic. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Not is it Metacritic? Uh, there's one. I I want to say no. Cinema score. Cinema score is the one where they actually do exit polling, where they they wait outside. They make this is how they make sure that people have actually seen it. They wait outside the theater and then go, "What grade would you give this?" Yeah. The um the cinema score on it is an A. So that you know those people. It seems like overall. Like, people are liking it, but lots of, like, Star Wars nerds are like, God damn, this thing is terrible. This isn't Star Wars at all. <laughs> it's, I don't, I don't get it. Okay, well, before we get into it, like, I just want you guys to understand, like, the crowd I had. Because it okay. pissed me, that's what pissed me off, mm-hmm. was I had the rowdiest crew mm. uh, for a Star Wars film. Oh, no. And I hated it. It made it. It made my viewing more irritating because uh. there was a. It was like a half full theater at eleven thirty at night on Thursday, mm-hmm. and two. And so like a lot of talking people talking. But then on top of that, 
I had like three 19-year-old girls that were sitting right next to me that were like screaming and shaking uh. like shaking the uh, uh, their seats, which was caused the entire row to shake oh. when anything happened. That's Oh, and I was like, I will terrible. murder everyone. <laughs> yeah. You hear me? I will force choke oh, everyone in here. Oh, yeah. That's awful. The theater yeah. I was in, I got there like after the previews had already started because I got stuck at work and I thought I was actually going to miss my showtime. Yeah. But I, uh, so I actually sat in the second row. <laughs> It was weird. I haven't sat that close to a movie screen in years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but everyone in my theater seemed to like it. They cheered and laughed and clapped and stuff. So, I don't know. People I, seem- mine, yeah, my theater was pretty... I mean, so... One of my biggest problems, before we go spoilerific mm-hmm. on this, is I, the jokes. The f- Fucking jokes. Yeah, some of them, some of them were pretty bad. Like uh, Poe making a your mom joke in the first like five minutes of the movie. Yeah, and that whole cringeworthy like, like he's on the he's like trying to get a hold of Hux. Mm-hmm. Like bit. I was like, well, Fuck he was stalling this. for time. I know, I know he was. It, but I, yeah. yeah, that's that was one of my problems because you know how a lot of times in these movies it feels. It doesn't feel like dated like for our particular like it doesn't feel like a 2017 film like mm-hmm. it's not put in 2017 you know yeah. what I mean yeah yeah and some of the and that was the problem was this jokes felt very generational mm-hmm. that I was just like wh- like when when Ray gives Luke the lightsaber and he just throws it over his and he shoulder. tosses it over his shoulder I'm like what yeah what yeah that one was weird too yeah. and. And uh, but some of them like some of them did end up working pretty well for me too. There were some times I laughed. Uh, there, no, there were some really fun ones, but like there was like I felt like it went kind of like the same problem I had with um. What was the other film? Which one? Justice League. I, I can't. No, not Justice League. No, like Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah. Where I felt like it did the same thing. Where I think it went too jokey. Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, I mean, it had a lot, but um I mean it had the um those weird little like caretakers on Luke's island. Yeah. And everything. But and whatever. The fucking porgs. Yeah, the porgs. Ugh, they were just could as not awful as I that. thought they would be. <laughs> yeah. I was like like mm-hmm. I was I looked at them and I was like, Oh great, so mm-hmm. we're just stuck with these now for no reason. Yeah, and I mean, when we talk about spoilery stuff, I don't necessarily think that's even the stuff people are upset about. No, well... I think a lot of the stuff people are upset about is the stuff I liked. (laughs) Well, like, the the whole... There was, like, a long-standing rumor that was going around that because they made those porgs, Mm -hmm. and because they were so prominent in terms of Mm sale-wise, like, everything had a porg. Yeah. uh, That everyone assumed... That they were going to be tied in somehow to like mm. the force or whatever. Yeah. And it mm. turns out it was just like, nope, they're just stupid ass little hamster birds. They just wanted to sell the plushies and stuff, which is. And it worked. Yeah. 
So, whatever. Yeah. I'm fine with that. It's, you know, that's not my, anyway. Um, <clears throat> so, the other thing going on in this film that, well, eh, the hell with it. We might as well just get into it is, um, it is a very different type of Star Wars film in that, like, <clears throat> you know, Luke is broken for most of the movie because of what happened with Ben Solo, which I'm fine with. And um, <clears throat> it does focus a lot on the new characters, which it should focus on the new characters. Yeah, I don't... makes sense. Although, interestingly enough, even though I liked this movie, I don't necessarily like the new characters very much which i don't i don't mind some of them which is weird to say my only favorite new like i like finn and i actually liked rose who was only just introduced in this movie but see i I didn't care much for rose but i'm still not super connected to uh ray even though she's the hero and I don't like Poe Dameron, so, <laughs> like, it's weird that I liked the, I guess I was just more interested in seeing what happened to Luke. I guess that's really most of the reason I enjoyed this well, movie so much. Well, the, the part, the part of, it was both, like, part of the thing I loved and hated about this movie was how much of it, like, and I understand where they were going afterwards, but, like, mm-hmm. it was like a nostalgic wet dream kind of deal some of it was it was very much like so much of it was like tied in with episodes five and six um yeah some i think it was more fresh than i think it was less tied in with i mean like i like that it referenced uh the past of um like the prequels, like when he said it was the Jedi that actually allowed Darth Sidious to, yeah, you know, execute Order 66 and build the Empire and everything like that. And so a lot of that stuff was great. I liked that. And I liked that it had a whole um, theme. I, yeah, theme is the word I'm looking for. It had a whole theme of it's time to let go of the past yeah and and that's what i loved about it It was like Mm -hmm. even even kylo says it himself yeah like kill the past yeah like the like there was like that whole bit where which i actually enjoy was when because it partially because it reminded me of the empire of return of the jedi Mm -hmm. where kylo and ray are confronting snoke yep and that's like that whole thing. I'm like, okay, that's very much like Return of the Jedi. Boy, and they they whew. got they got me on that part because they did the whole thing where they acted like they were gonna try to redeem Kylo Ren. Yeah, and I was like, basically, I was sitting there in the theater thinking, don't do that. Don't don't like he killed Han Solo. You can't. Even if you do redeem him in the storyline, you're not going to convince me that he's redeemable. He killed Han Solo. Like, don't do this. And then, oh, big switcheroo, they didn't, which I liked. (laughs) No, and I like that. uh, I I was, I'm sure part of, here's what I thought really pissed off 
a lot of the fans. Mm-hmm. One, Kylo kills Snoke. Yeah, people seemed really attached to Snoke for some for reason. No re- well, that's because everyone had theories. It's like the big bad guy that's yeah. like, oh my god, we want to know more about him. And mm-hmm. then they kind of Darth mauled him. Yeah. Same I like that part. God, well, yeah, I was fine with it. Like, yeah. I, I didn't care much about Snoke. I actually thought that whole scene, I was more attached to his his personal guards. Oh, that fight scene was good. It was so good. I was a lot like, of good yes. battles in this movie. Yeah, a lot of really good battles. But then, what would what pissed what kind of made me mad was they also Darth Mauled Phasma. Mm, yeah, she did. They had, get kind of, mm-hmm. She got such a badass moment where they shot like they shot a blaster at her and it bounces off her armor and you're that like, was oh shit, yep. And then they did nothing. Yeah, I was so mad. She got kind of the she got the shitty short end, of the, end of the stick. Yeah, especially yeah. Uh, yeah. But and uh, I know some other things that I liked that other people didn't like. Like uh, I know people were saying some things about, oh, now the Force can just save Leia from space. being out in space, and I'm like. Why shouldn't it? Like, it's literally in the prequel series that Darth Plagueis the Wise literally figured out how to conquer death using the Force. Why shouldn't the Force have saved Leia? <laughs> like, it's already been established in Star Wars that, that yeah, the Force no. can save you from death. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I was fine with it. I yeah. thought I, I originally thought that that was like how they're going to kill off Leia. I did in the too. Movie. Yeah, like I, I was like, too. damn, that's a that's a dark way to go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I was so at, at first I was a little weird about it, but then I was like, no, it makes sense. Like yeah, and she they also has didn't the force and right, and people also didn't like like uh, I know they uh, the force being used to like astral project to other places. And I'm like, again, I'm fine with that. Like, why, if you're using the force hard enough, why can't you make yourself appear in another form in another place? <laughs> I was a little weird with that, though, because I was very confused mm-hmm. uh, during that when, when Luke shows up on the not-Hoth planet. Oh, yeah, on the salt planet there. Because yeah. I was very, uh, I was very mm-hmm. confused because he shows up and I'm like, did I, am I going crazy because on the island he was gray and had, and long, then he had the darker hair. beard, like yeah. Long, and yeah. I was, I thought I was going nuts. I noticed that, and then, um, and I guess the biggest clue that he wasn't really there should have been when, <laughs> um. Kylo Ren says fire all of our weapons at that well, man yeah. and they just barrage him. And he's with, still standing and there. He's still standing there. I Oh man, that's great. And the thing I oh, another thing I really liked in this movie is that uh General Hux is really not a fan of Kylo Ren. Oh yeah. And that he is I see something coming in episode 9 where he tries to do something about because he's like our leader is dead and kylo ren when you know kylo ren is uh seizing control as supreme leader yeah it starts choking him starts choking him but then later on when he has his fit about luke skywalker and 
General Hux just gives him that look like, don't you think you've shot him enough? Do you think yeah. you got him? <laughs> like, that was one of those jokes that worked for me where he's that like, was a do fine you one, think yeah. you got him? <laughs> it was... My, I did kind of call a little bullshit, though, because that, that salt planet, mm-hmm. like, obviously it's an homage to Hoth, the Hoth It's a little battle. Hoth, yeah. But, like, their version of, like, explaining it is having, like, they're about to fight those knuckle duster, uh, knuckle dragging, like, AT-ATs. Oh, the gigantic AT-ATs. Yeah. yeah the, and yeah, everyone's, yeah. like, in the barracks, and that one guy just puts his fingers to the ground and then eats it and goes... Oh, saw I'm like fuck you. I think before fuck that that you. was that was dumb. I think they did explain that it was a salt planet even before they landed on it. I don't remember if they did, I did not remember it. Well, they said something about a Oh, maybe they just said it was a mining planet. Yeah, I think they, they did too. And they, Yeah, yeah. And I was just like that's no, that just you could have just we could have just rolled with it and it would have been yep. fine. You had to make the joke. I'm being obvious, like it's a, it's not Hoth. Remember that, guys. Mm-hmm. This isn't the Hoth battle. Yeah, and I'm like, it's clearly the Hoth battle. <laughs> I also was super into. Let's see, what else was I super into? I was really excited about um, Yoda being back, which I was like, oh, it's Yoda. <laughs> he, see, every that was another thing. I I was fine with it. Yeah, a other, lot of people were not. I know people are like, "Oh wait, Yoda's just here." It's like, "Yeah, Yoda's here. He's Yoda. <laughs> He's great." Well, it makes sense too in terms of like how the story plays out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like it's the whole the whole point of this film is okay. We've done all this stuff involving the past. Now mm-hmm. it's time to forget the past and what has been done. We're going in a new direction. And it's like that's yeah. kind of the well, whole point and, of this film. And, yeah, and I like that Luke is like I like that Luke disconnected himself from the Force on purpose because he was afraid of the Force and he was afraid of all the power that was, you know, in the dark side and yada yada and how he goes, you know, look, the Jedi need to end because you know, they're just failures and this whole legacy is just not good and then at the end he goes i am not going to be the last jedi because he knows that ray has the force and it's like all right you know he went through this progression of like no there probably does need to be a jedi or more than one jedi to try and continue to keep peace in the galaxy. <clears throat> so he, and I know some people, and like, I was sad that now Luke is gone, but I liked the way he went out in just kind of accepting. All right. Now is my time to be one with the force. And yeah. he just lets go and becomes one with the force. I mean, so. I mean, this, this, uh, okay. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. The, because I'm sure this was another thing that kind of... I know this was another thing that kind of pissed people off, but I was kind of all right with it. Mm-hmm. The sort of reveal that Ray may or may not 
She's just Ray Rando. Yeah, like, just Ray Rando. She's she's a she's a random nobody. And I yeah, good. She should have. Yeah. Everyone who's like, oh, she should be like Obi Wan Kenobi's granddaughter. And I'm like, why? And everyone who's like, oh, she should be like Luke's secret love child. And I'm like, no, not everything needs it has to, to be, be connected. It's Star Wars takes place in a galaxy, a galaxy. It's huge. Why can't just these random people who aren't, why can't just random people who aren't connected become heroes? Like, yeah, Finn isn't connected to anybody and, you know, Poe isn't connected to anybody. Good. Just let them be themselves. And I I liked it. I was fine. Yeah, and I was fine with it too because I was like, "All right, sweet. Like, don't retcon this and be like, like Kylo's holding off information or whatever." Right. I hope not. And I and the other reason I liked it is because it did tie into that. Don't hold on to the past. Like yeah. Ray kept having this hope that she was going to find out about her, her parents, parents and yeah. that she was going to be special. And she realized that she doesn't need to know who her parents are to be special because she's already special which again i don't find her a super interesting character but within the story she is special because of her connection to the force so yeah yeah oh and speaking of the force i like the little kids that have the force like that there's the possibility that there are going to you know be uh, there's the possibility that younglings could come back and there could be more force tra- I mean, obviously, I don't think it'll well, be I don't, the next... Wait, I don't think- wait, the kids on the casino planet? Yeah. I didn't get that they had the force. There was that... Maybe not all of them, but the movie literally ends with that kid walking well, out the, the one, door. No, that's just... that's. I think, though, it might be, but I thought it was more of an homage of, like, no, the Resistance isn't dead. There's new people that can tell the story of... The resistance. Well, that's that's part of it, but he did have the force. He did reach out his hand, and the broom flew into his hand. Did it? I didn't see that. Yeah, he did. That little kid at the. So it it was twofold. It was number one. There are more people to keep telling this because that was the other theme. Is that they? You know, at the beginning of the film, they killed off most of the resistance, which was brutal as fuck. (laughs) There was a lot of people dying in this movie. But I was like. So it was partly, you know, the resistance is going to grow and there's going to be a new rebel alliance and all that stuff. But then it was also there's going to be more, you know, Luke wasn't the last Jedi and there's going to be more than just Rey eventually. I don't think, like I said, I don't think it'll be the next movie, but the idea is that there will be more Jedi. Uh, I think. Well, like I, I didn't see it only because I think because of the way the way it was lit. Oh, maybe I wasn't yeah. paying attention to the broom. Maybe, probably, yeah. Yeah, which I mean, it would make that makes sense to if that was the case. But I just didn't mm-hmm. see it at all. Yeah, no, it definitely did happen. That little kid because they were inside telling the story, and then he went outside and he he put his hand out, and the broom kind of flew into his hand. Uh, okay, yeah. See, so I I also could have been just pissed off at the people. Probably were you probably were. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, probably. So that was and I mean there was a lot of other stuff in it I liked too. So like I really liked it. I don't I'm kind of sad that other people aren't liking it. Like it's like 
There, I don't know what anybody so wants. Much, there's so much hate for this film, and I don't understand. I don't know what anybody wants. It's like, okay, so many people complain that The Force Awakens was too samey, like, too much like A New Hope, and now they're yeah. saying Last Jedi is too different. Like, what do you want? <laughs> no, I want you to make what I want to see and do it now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's another... You know what? I think that's part of it, too. Like, I think... I think part of the problem is that... It's the Star Wars culture. It's not the Star Wars culture and that... Well, and it, it because it took so long to get to the sequel trilogy and so many people were so involved with the old, unofficial expanded universe canon that i don't i every they all got they all got annoyed because there everyone had all these fan theories Mm -hmm. and everyone wants to be especially only because like we know a lot of people who are like die hard like know every nook and cranny of the star wars universe that Mm -hmm. like they want to be right with their theories yeah and they won't accept any other way around it Right. And it's it's one because like I remember reading like there were like people had like all these amazing theories of like who Snoke was gonna be, mm-hmm. like what Ray's attachment to everything was. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just when when all that stuff got throw gets thrown out the window, I think they get pe- don't get past that initial reaction. They're just like, What? No, I don't accept that. Kind of yeah, deal. and there's also part of it is another part of it I've seen is people saying, "Boy, that was kind of incomprehensible and messy." And I'm like, what? "Some of it was. Some uh, of it was a little um, bit of it, but not like enough to call the whole movie like right. Like I could have done without the whole cas- the majority of that Casino Planet stuff. Only yeah. oh, I feel like if they were gonna do that, they should have done that. Either they should have split off some extra areas to so they could have really uh, put together that planet because mm-hmm. I felt like it was just rushed. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, oh, okay, I don't really care about any of this, even though that's where like the little Force children and stuff, mm-hmm. and like Benicio del Toro's role. Yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, whatever. Don't really care much. Let's get back to the space stuff. Let's get back to what's happening on Snoke's ship. I want to know that. Yep, good point. Oh, can we talk about one of the coolest friggin' things in this movie? When General... when I can't even remember the character's name. Leia's second in command... Oh yeah! When What's she her... turns towards oh. Snoke's oh, ship, oh my god! I puts was it like to light speed part. and blows that thing in half, and it goes completely quiet, and it's just yeah. explosion shots of this shit. God, that was cool! I love that so much. Oh, that was really, really cool. So, oh, oh man, there here's was the th- <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, here's the thing, guys. We strongly recommend go see Star Wars. It mm-hmm. really is a good. It's a good movie. It is. It is. It, mm-hmm. I agree. It's just. And, it's just know, the toxic nature of some. Not all, but there is the the toxic nature of 
some of the Star Wars fan base. Yep. That mm. that are totally it's with every it's with every culture. There's of so like many the nerd ner- stuff. I, I, you already read that I posted this. Uh, yeah. On but like so many people now are so angry about every movie and it's like i don't want to be angry about a like i didn't i've never made a movie i don't know like none of these star wars nerds who are complaining about star wars have ever made a star wars movie they don't know like how do they know that their star wars movie would be any better even if they did make a star wars movie so like and it takes a lot of like it takes a lot to get it takes a things. lot to make a movie um yeah. it takes a lot to make a movie it takes a lot of like self um confidence to i i'm not like i write things from time to time and i've never really shared them with anybody because i'm too scared like i don't have enough self-confidence so like anybody that writes a book like i'm like okay this might not be so from now on i feel like my new attitude is like okay maybe i didn't like this and maybe there were things wrong with it but at least somebody made it and somebody put some effort into like i just everybody like with their all this new attitude everybody seems to have about this is the worst thing ever my life is over your art is terrible i just can't do it like i can't deal with it and it's the it's the new norm like and it's partially it's partially to blame is the social media aspect Mm -hmm. because you're looking at fans like marvel dc star wars like all these different fan base doctor who Mm -hmm. uh all these different fan bases all now have a platform that they're like these are how these are how I want to see things done mm-hmm. and they starts a bandwagon where where it's both pros and cons of the good side being like this movie is really good you should go see it and then the bandwagons of everyone who didn't like it banding together being like this is the worst thing I've ever seen like this is how us Star Wars fan. This is what us Star Wars fans deserve, or whatever fans deserve. Mm-hmm. And you didn't do it, so we automatically hate for you, that you went in a different direction that is different from what we, the fans, have conjured in our brains mm-hmm. as the sole way to go about it. Yeah, it's it's weird and kind of unfort. Like it's. <sighs> It's art and let people tell their stories and I don't know. I can't take yeah. it anymore. <laughs> That's it's, all. it's a tough it's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. But it really, is, it so. is a good it's a I like I want to go see it again. Yeah, I probably won't get to see it again, but I do want to see it again. So yeah, this it's, week it's is going to be yeah. crazy. Like I don't think it was like one of my fi- I don't think it, it might crack my top 10 films of the year. Mm-hmm. But it's not like super high, only because it's what to expect of a Star Wars film. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. like, like I loved it. I thought it was a great Star Wars film. But it's like it's nothing super new. Mm-hmm. But it's going into the realm yeah. of new that I'm excited yep. about. It's true. Yeah. So I, I have some I have some sad breaking news here. This happened yesterday. 
Um, Bugs Bunny designer Bob Givens died at the age of 99. No! No! Dude, I know, but 99? The man lived a life. Yeah, he was the one that uh, designed what became the official Bugs Bunny design. Freaking stupid pop-up ads. I was about to read this to you, and now I've got pop-up ads coming out my ears. Okay, here we go. It says... um, Whoop, I lost... There we go. Okay. He designed the official design for Bugs Bunny in 1940 in the first animated film, A Wild Hair. That film also included the iconic phrase, what's up, Doc? Yes. So, yeah. that's Love Bugs Bunny. Yep, Bugs Bunny is great. And that was, uh, yep. <clears throat> All right, that, well, there's there's something else even more super important that we need to talk about let's do it um i wrote i wrote an article that maybe will be up later this week Mm -hmm. and i kind of briefly touched on it but disney has just bought like i have announced this past thursday yeah it isn't like super official because it still needs to go through all the legal stuff but yeah yeah but 50 i think it was like 56 billion dollars if 52.6, I think. 52.6 billion dollars bought all of 21st Century Fox or 20th Century Fox, whatever. Yeah. All their properties except for news and sports. Yep. So. We talked about this a little bit last week too. Um, Boy, this is a weird thing. I, I'm not. Well, there's super, the, there's pros and cons. I wrote a pros and cons on just specifically what it meant in terms of Marvel. Yeah, I didn't go any further than that. But yeah, mm-hmm. this. Well, I do know. I guess it's being there's a couple of congressmen or whatever that are looking into it because Disney might be owning a monopoly. Well, when you whenever big companies merge like that, it has to go through a lot of yeah. legal proceedings to even get approved because of stuff like that. I don't I read about it, but I now I can't remember. I don't think they would own quite a big enough share of the movie industry yet to be a monopoly, but they I think m- it's like 30% they might be yeah this might be the last thing that they could be able to buy without creeping into illegal territory if i remember correctly yeah yeah they are gonna own a huge share of the market yeah but now this means they own 90 ish percent now of marvel character disney has back Mm -hmm. 90 ish percent of characters still not including the hulk movies the the Hulk characters and mm-hmm. Spider Man, Spider Man, but also mm-hmm. Man Thing, mm-hmm. and I think Namor. Oh yeah, I think Namor is still universal. Namor is still in like a we- now he's in a weird place. I don't yeah. even know. And Which, I know that Hulk yeah. is universal. Yeah, still, Hulk and, unless he's yeah. in a team up movie. Yeah, exactly. So there will never be another unless Universal ends up selling the rights. But for now, there's not going to be a solo Hulk film. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's a big thing because now we're going to be seeing a lot of shit with Marvel. Am I crazy, or do they? Did Fox also not fully own the Fantastic Four? Did I read no. something about Fantastic no, they Four? Ma- 
I think they mainly owned Fantastic Four. Oh, hmm. Because that was part of the thing where like, Marvel wanted Fantastic Four back. Because they mm-hmm. had to make... Because uh, James Gunn had to go through Disney to make deals to give... Uh, to give Fox... To give permission... Give them uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Mm, that's true. For, for him to use Ego. Mm-hmm. Because Ego is a, initially a Fantastic Four property. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that means there will soon be... There's probably going to be an Avengers versus X-Men movie. Yeah. That's and what I, I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't care. Like, the thing with the X-Men universe is on its own, without the rest of Marvel... It's already huge. Yeah. Like, there is so, so much involved with just the X-Men that, I don't know. Do you think, though, that they'll re-merge with Marvel Studios? Or do you think that 20th Century Fox will stay its own subdivision? Because remember, like, Disney also used to own, what was it, um... Miramax, but they're you know Miramax made Miramax movies, even though they yeah. were owned by. Do you think 20th Century Fox will stay 20th Century Fox and just be owned by Disney, or do you think Disney will? Because I just read that um, they're gonna you know keep letting Deadpool be R, and if they're gonna keep letting Deadpool be R, that's not gonna be a Disney movie. That's gonna be a, a Fox movie. Yeah, I feel like it's probably going to be a subsection. So they like, because mm-hmm. they know that Fox, regardless on how you feel about most of the X Men movies, mm-hmm. um, they really hit something with Logan and Deadpool. Yeah, and because those do really well as R rated films. Mm-hmm. So and because we have already, they already still have New Mutant. Uh, New Mutants coming out in March, I believe, or February. Yeah. And then Dark Phoenix out mm-hmm. in the end of the month, at uh, the end of the next year. Mm-hmm. That I feel they'll probably keep the meth. They'll probably make a sub. I, I kind of think X Men will still stay its own franchise. Yeah, and just outside, be, but have the ability to use those characters in the without, MCU if they right. want. Without yeah. Mm-hmm. Without having to jump through massive hoops. I kind of, yeah, I I kind of agree, too. I think that'll... At least that's what I hope. Yeah. Because I swear, I, if they do a weird, like, dimensional shit, where well, the X-Men and the um, and Avengers show up, I'm like, I'm not going to watch this, because there's too many damn people. I think, it, I think that will probably end up being what happens, is the X-Men won't... Um, the X-Men won't exist in the MCU. They'll exist kind of like in um, uh, uh, in the CW world where Kara, Supergirl, and, you know, Superman exist on a different Earth than the other heroes exist on. So Right. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the, the CW shows, I am... Almost up to date on The Flash, and I got to talk to you about... And also, I just finished this morning the big crossover, Crisis on Earth X, and I got to tell you about these because, A, the episode of The Flash right before the crossover event was actually really good. They... 
go into the backstory of the thinker. They finally yeah. are focusing on thinker and team flash. There's no mystery this year. They figured out who thinker is right off the bat. Like they know he's thinker and right now I'm digging the thinker because he is Clifford DeVoe and he wanted to, he's a college professor who wanted to get better at thinking and so he could be a better professor so that he could get students more interested in learning. So he invented this thing called the thinking cap that he put it on, but the only way to power it was using so much power that they couldn't generate it. So back four years ago, when they were going to turn on the Collider, the one that eventually created all the metahumans in Central City, he went there and it hit him in his thinking cap. And his metahuman ability is that he can think of more things than anybody anywhere. He can come up with every scenario possible. But his brain uses so much power like... that it's... It, it literally sounds like a 12-year-old playing superhero. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. But it's anyway, his brain uses so much power that it's degenerating the rest of his body. Yeah. So he has to use a wheelchair, and he has to hook himself up to this big machine. It's that machine you saw him in, in the, you know, when you watched yeah. the first few episodes. But the thing about that machine is... His wife is his assistant and she puts him in the machine or she, you know, they wheel down to the machine and all these things come out of it and connect to his head. She pulls the top of his skull off and his brain is like glowing and it connects to this machine. And anyway, so he's a, he's actually turning out to be a really good villain because in the episode, what happens is Barry, uh, Barry finds Clifford DeVoe because he had heard the name DeVoe from other villains and he goes to question them at their house, you know, DeVoe and his wife. And he kind of gets the feeling that something is wrong, even though everybody around him is like, oh, this guy is perfect. He's like a nice guy. He's a teacher. And Barry's like, well, we've been fooled by nice guys before, yada, yada, yada. So what's happening is is thinker is playing him because he knows that Barry knows that he's the villain so he starts filing complaints with the police off like he's like these people came to my house to question me but they say they're working on a case but they didn't ask me about any case and he keeps going on so eventually he gets Barry suspended from his job because Barry won't stop bothering him so they have to get a restraining order and it's it's a whole thing and it turned out like now I'm kind of interested to keep going for at least a little bit longer and then the crisis on earth x was actually really good I liked it see I think I've just kind of gave up yeah it's too many things it's too many things going on yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. I might go back to it at some point, but at the, at, at this point, I'm kind of so far behind. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, you know I'm good. You know, the interesting thing though, is you can actually watch the crossover without being caught up because it doesn't have anything to do with anything. It was in, you know, last year's crossover was only kind of a crossover. Like each episode kind of told its own story. 
this crossover did tell one big story and it was about Nazis. So it was pretty, you know, it was uh, about Nazi doppelgangers. So there was Nazi Supergirl, Nazi Arrow. Uh, it was, I like that. It was good. It was, you know, superheroes punching Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. And uh, yeah, I liked seeing Melissa Benoist play good Supergirl and bad Supergirl. Well, I saw her costume. I'm like, mm. she's so good. Like, I don't. Yeah. I wish that show hadn't been so goddamn cheesy because I like her as that character. <laughs> the show is so bad, though. You know, I, okay. So I have this thing I'm going on right now, uh, kind of bouncing a little bit back towards Disney buying 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do realize that when this is all said and done, uh, that. Like now, Mickey Mouse and Alien are owned by the same people. Mm-hmm. And we were talking at work the other day, like of how they can update their rides and attractions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like Disney's Caribbean Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Where like Predator is hiding like in a tree. Uh, wait, is Predator Fox though? Is he? I don't know. I know Alien is. I know Alien is Fox, but is Predator Fox? Um, I'm trying to figure or is out. Where's it New Line? Oh, uh, okay. Yep. New Line, yep. Okay. Oh, New Line? Okay, oh, wait, never no, mind the Wait, pred- hang on. It might not. Be, let me look. I'm looking at who is releasing the next movie the predator there it is right there because predators fox like alien versus predators fox mm-hmm. trying to hang on i'm looking for the studio on the production company davis enter oh yep 20th century fox you're right distributed by 20 20- you were right so, that's who so was- can you imagine can you imagine being on disney's jungle cruise and like Goofy's giving a tour and also you just see like this like invisible outline of a predator that would just be comes funny. Out and slaughters Goofy. That would be funny. Or uh, or that Ellen that Ellen Rick uh, Ellen Rigby is now, or Ellen Ripley is now a, a Disney princess. Yep. So is uh, so is Doctor Frankenfurter. Yep. And <laughs> my my personal favorite because I think it's hilarious. I don't care what anyone says. The, the Steamboat Willie. I want someone mm-hmm. to redo Steamboat Willie, but it's Mickey driving the Titanic. Oh, that'd be funny. I'm yeah, on board a, with that. I'm on this. I'm on this list of like. Uh, I, I found a list of like films, like because Planet of the Apes is involved in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh wow. Uh, Mrs. Sound Doubtfire. of Music. <laughs> oh God, the Sound of Music. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Disney's gonna have a lot of fun. Oh, and the Kingsman. Oh, I haven't seen those movies. I've only seen the first one. It's all right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Kingsman. Hmm. So put down in the comments or Twitter or tweet us what other Fox property you think would be a hilarious attraction. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. Now I want to know what do you think are. Uh, what would be really funny Fox Disney attractions? Oh. I honestly was almost pissing my pants laughing the other night just because I, I'm just picturing, like, Steamboat Willie. Like, he's, like, doing the whistle as he's, like, 
driving a boat <laughs> as as an iceberg. That like one of those like bouncing to uh, like the bouncing uh, a mechanic kind of uh, old school animated like iceberg just comes around the corner. Yep. <laughs> oh boy, that'd be funny. It's my favorite. <laughs> I could get behind that. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. know, you know, the other news that happened this week, we all knew it was coming, but they made it official. Punisher Season 2. Oh, fuck yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm already stoked on that. friggin' ready for that one. Yeah, that should just be out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I just The first want... season was so, was so good and so mm-hmm. tight. I know. Mm, and I want right. to be. I just want. To, mm, I just want to be. Have Vincent D'Onofrio, just be like coming back and be like, I need this motherfucker dead. Oh yeah, that's true. He could. That's be. That's all I want. Mm. I mean, obviously they're gonna have Jigsaw. He'll be in it because they left him kind of hanging at the end. Yeah. But then you're right. I do think Vincent D'Onofrio belongs in Punisher season two. Oh yeah, I know. I think he's showing up in Daredevil season three. Oh, yeah, he's already confirmed as being the main villain for Daredevil Season 3. No, forget that. Make it Bullseye, and then just move in Kingpin over to to Punisher. Yep. Well, I think he could be on both. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, he could definitely be on both, and I'd be fine with that, because um, I do think there probably is some unfinished business between him and Frank Castle. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so stoked. Yeah, I know. And then oh, there's a good couple weeks coming up. We got Star Wars The Last Jedi obviously just came out. Then uh, not this Friday, but next Friday is brand new Black Mirror. And oh, yeah. The following Wednesday is brand new X-Files. So I'm fucking ready, dude. What about Bright? Huh? Ah, bright. Yeah. I don't know what bright is. It's the new. It's the new Netflix movie that comes out. Oh, maybe I saw is with it, Will Smith. Is that and Will the, Smith? Yeah, in in like an orc, and they're cops. Oh, what the hell is this? This is weird. It's, it's from, a Nef, it's a Netflix film. Huh? I'm actually not that and, excited about it. No, based on this poster, I don't think I want to watch this. But it's it's basically like if the fantasy world and the real mm-hmm. world were the same, and so Joel I Edgerton. Like con- I do like that concept. Yeah. But, so yeah. Joel Edgerton, I guess, plays a orc, and he's the first orc cop. Huh. And so, and I guess the whole movie is revolving around like there's a magic wand. That is on the that is like that's on the streets. That's like considered like a nuclear weapon, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like this looks. I'm like concept wise. Oh wait, here's the looks okay. Interesting. Here we go. In an alternate present day, humans, orcs, elves, and fairies have been coexisting since the beginning of time. Two police officers, one human, the other an orc, embark on a routine night patrol that will alter the future of their world as they know it. Battling both their own personal differences as well as an onslaught of enemies, they must work together to protect a young female elf and a thought-to-be-forgotten relic which, in the wrong hands, could destroy everything. 
that's coming out Friday, this Friday. And it's from the same guy who did uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad and uh, End of Watch. Yep. So that's so uh, I'm like David I'm like Ayer. oh so it's so I'm like oh so this movie is literally End of Watch mixed with Suicide Squad. Kinda. Yeah. It kind of is. I do like uh, a little bit. I've kind of started to get into urban fantasy. So yeah. I, I don't know if I'll watch Bright. I'll actually have to watch the trailer and see. But maybe I'll check it out. Like the con- At a concept level, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I yeah, do kind of like the concept of the it. First tr- the first trailer I saw, though... What it was such like the trailer that's out now is fine, but the very first like the teaser trailer, it was all over the place, and I was like, "This looks like bullshit." Well, maybe it will be, maybe it won't be good, but um, like I said, I might because I I have some I have some books that I like, uh, that are kind uh like I like the Monster Hunter series by Larry Correa, and that's kind of a like in that series, it's set in like modern day. Except there are like gnomes or gangsters, like, um, and elves or trailer trash, and uh, trolls are actually internet trolls and stuff like that. So I like that series a lot. And that, so I don't know. I'll have to check out the actual trailer for Bright and see what I think. I didn't know that yeah. that was even going to be a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Cool, I guess. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I read, I've, I picked up a couple comics, mm-hmm. uh, kind of hate myself for it cause I probably shouldn't have, Yeah, but I did. Um, I read the newest issue of spirit issue three of spirits of vengeance mm-hmm. and I still That's think Ghost it's a good Rider, series. Right? It's Ghost Rider, Blade, Damien Hellstrom and his sister. And I can't remember her name. Okay. Um, but basically the story is there's a demon that's gang. It's wants to get his hands on the thirteen pieces of silver that Judas had when he betrayed Jesus. Okay. And it makes this. It makes like this giant weapon that can like destroy souls. Hmm. I I like it. I kind of like where it's going. I think it's only a limited series. Yeah. Um. And then I picked up the first issue of Venom Incorporated. Yep. Which How's is that? a cro- It's a. I'm on the fence. Okay. Because it's a crossover event. Oh, yep. Between Spider-Man and Venom, which I'm like, okay, if it's just between these two and it's only six issues, okay. Um, Basically, uh, what's happening is the Venom, at least in this first issue, uh, symbiotes are being kidnapped and... I guess are having their suits taken away or something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the old symbiote maniac is back. Yeah, and he's making like doppelgangers. And oh well, flat- well uh, and- don't let me forget. Uh, we gotta come back to the idea of old symbiotes in a little bit. Oh yeah, don't let me forget. And and then um, in the pr- it also has like three. It has three. Well, it's it's going to be. Uh, three Venoms, because mm-hmm. you have Eddie Brock, who right now has the Venom symbiote. Yeah. Flash Thompson, who is in search of the Venom symbiote, because mm-hmm. he lost it somehow. Yeah. And then the new guy, who I cannot remember his name, who just had it on for a while, 
that made it like super bloodthirsty or whatever. Mm-hmm. But basically, this first issue ends with Flash finds the Venom symbiote attached to Eddie, and in the process of trying to, and Spider Man shows up, and it's like the Venom symbiote's like conflicted. Because uh, mm-hmm. it wants to be with Eddie because it makes him stronger. But he wants to be with Flash because it makes him a hero. So it's yeah. like it's like connected to both. And hmm. in the process, there's like this solvent some scientists made that can, I guess, get rid of the symbiote. Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man's like, well, fuck this shit. And he like drops this giant like giant chemical like size vat. On both Eddie, the Venom symbiote, and Flash, and okay. it causes another ant, and it causes Flash to be the new anti-Venom. Uh, so he's right. now, so now Flash is anti-Venom, but he's wearing like, the, but it, the symbiote is like dressed like the Agent Venom, mm-hmm. and that's where it is right now. All right. It's a six-issue arc, and I'm like, okay, I like symbiotes. Yeah. This isn't batshit crazy yet. Yeah. But it is going to have more symbiotes. So, with including the return of, I, which, who I thought was dead was Maniac. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. All of that reminds me, did you read what the Venom movie is supposed to be based on? No. It is supposed now I got to bring it up but it has got two classic story arcs that it is supposed to be based on and if you uh, and I lost the article where the heck to go um there's supposed to be oh there it is right there I found it there's supposed to be two famous comics that it's going to be based on and one of them is going to be Lethal Protector and the other really? one is going to be Planet of the Symbiotes. Yep. Do you know? No. Do you know those two? All right. Well, it says. Okay. 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 Lethal Protector mm-hmm. makes way more sense. Yep. In a way. Yep. Uh, but not the. Uh, Yep, he, it, uh, Lethal Protector is the one where Venom, uh, where Eddie Brock moves to San Francisco, and, and he Tom faces Hardy is the judge, and Tom Hardy has already revealed that this one takes place in San Francisco. This movie, uh, and uh, that's the Lethal Protector is the one where he has to face Scream, Phage, Riot, Lasher, and Agony. Wait, which one am I thinking? Oh, no, I'm thinking the... Mm-hmm. This just hurts my head even more now. Because I was I was thinking the one where Venom is... um, He's kind of on his own, gets falsely accused of murdering someone, of, of murdering someone's child, and there's this group of... There's this group, I think they're called the Judges or hmm. whatever. I don't know. And they're like, they're like offshoot Iron Men kind yeah. of deal. Like, they basically are made to take on... So- the, no. Yeah, Planet of the Symbiotes was a five-issue comic arc that found Earth under invasion by an army of symbiotes, and uh, Lethal Protector was the one where he had to fight 
the all the other all his children phase riot lasher agate so this apparently oh. this venom movie is going to be venom versus other symbiotes no <laughs> i don't know i think that sounds pretty cool no here's my problem though it's hard for me to get behind okay i just i realized people are going to yell at me for this i just became a hypochondriac uh, not a hypocrite from yeah. my earlier statement about nerds like and I mm-hmm. and I fully understand that, but it doesn't make. Se- I still don't understand how we're having a Venom movie that doesn't involve Spider-Man at all, right? And to already convoluted enough by like, oh, more symbiotes. Mm-hmm. Let's put all of them in. I just, it just seems like it's jumping the gun. I here's the thing, I'd be fine with that mm-hmm. if it wasn't the first movie. Yeah. That's all. Like, it feels like they're jumping the gun because it's the same with, like, the silver and black film mm-hmm. still. Like, they're, they're just jumping. I feel like they're just jumping it. Like, I feel like it would be a good lead up mm-hmm. to a sequel. Yeah. But to kind of jump into it being like, it's all the symbiotes. All of them. Mm. Um, I don't know. We'll see because that's apparently what it's going to be. Uh, At least that's the word right now on the net. So. I want the go. I like the I like the other one with the judges. Do the judge one. Do the judge one. I don't know that one. I'll have to try and find it. I have to remember. I have to remember what it's called. But hmm. it was like one of the first Venom comics I ever picked up was that arc, and I was like, "This is cool," because I actually like the designs of. Uh, Phage and I think I actually have a Lasher action figure. I have got a couple of those action See, figures from I the lo- other. Yeah, I have. They're... I have Screech mm-hmm. or Shriek, whichever one it is. Yeah, uh, I can't remember I which thing. Yeah. I have Shriek. I like. I'm on a mission right now to collect all the symbiotes as figures. Mm-hmm. Like I'm missing. I'm missing Carnage from the Diamond Select line. Yeah, and Ultimate Carnage. No, Ultimate Venom. From the Diamond Selects line. Yep. But then I know there's a bunch, like, yeah, because I know I have a Lasher somewhere. And then there was this, what was it? There was the purple one with the horns. I have uh, that one too, but I can't think of the name yeah, of that one. Is that I, Phage? I, that might be Phage. Yeah. I can't remember which one it is. I have a figure of it in the. It's a pretty cool figure, except it's got – it's one of those, you know, back in the day when they thought every figure had to have, like, a thing it does. And this one, like – And it was projectile – it projectile little hands. It projectiles its arms. And some yeah. – my figure, because it's is a used figure, sometimes that arm will just, like, shoot off on its own. Yeah. Same <laughs> it, with mine. Yeah. It's it's I keep I keep forgetting how how hilarious it is that you and I have a lot of the same had a lot of the same figures. Yep, it's great. Speaking uh, of which, uh, we have some pop figures at work mm-hmm. that I'm like I need, want to get my hands on so bad. Oh, what are they? Um, there's a there's one from the Disney line. It's the Maleficent as a dragon. Oh, that is really cool. <laughs> it's like eighty bucks. Oh wow. Because it's a Disney collector's well, like they have their own oh own it's box. part of the oh that's then there was I should have bought when I had the chance there was the Nega glow in the the Nega duck glow in the dark one <gasps> that is really cool one too mm-hmm. and there was a Chase uh, Grinch 
where the Grinch was blue. Oh, I can. Oh, I thought it was. I thought you were talking about the white one because I saw no, the, the white blue one. one. Oh, the blue one. Hmm. I don't know. I think I liked the white one better, but I kind of want the white one. But the one I really want—it's not a Chase figure at all. But there is a Chase Hot Topic exclusive. I think I kind of want. It's the Krampus. Oh, okay. Yep. I mean, it's not based on the movie Krampus. It's just like a kind it's of like a more old-fashioned looking. Yeah. One. Yeah. I like it. Based on the yeah, I know what when you're talking about. Yeah. Damn. I got the other day finally um, the. Punisher figure from the Daredevil. I saw that. Yeah, I was pretty excited. I've been looking at it and looking at it and looking at it and wanting it and wanting it and wanting it. So the other day was payday and I was in Walmart because I had to get some other things. I had to get some, you know, uh, cat litter and bunny food and everything. And I was like, you know what? I'm getting this for myself. I'm just doing it. This is my Christmas present to myself. This is for me. Merry Christmas, me. So now I I have it. I, I'm waiting to see what we, cause I want, there's a, I was in, I think I was in like a GameStop the other day mm-hmm. and they had all but one of those, of the first run of the build a figure Rick and Morty set. <gasps> yes. I saw, cause I, I was in, uh, oh, I was in one the other day too. They had Mr. Poopy butthole and they had, um. Because I already have Rick and Morty. I don't have Mr. Po- it was Mr. Poopy Butthole and uh, Bird Mr. Person and Mr. Meeseeks. Yeah, they had uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole and they had, I want to say, Bird Person, but not Mr. Meeseeks. So, I don't know. I kind of, yeah, I got to get, I haven't bought very many things this year. It's been a very. Um, I've been awful about it. Like, I've been good, but at the same time, I've been awful. Yeah, I've been both good and like I've bought some things, but for the most part, I've been trying not to. And yeah, uh, I'm supposed to get like this check in January from when my raise went into effect. So I'm hoping that that will be able to. It's going to depend on how much it is, but I told um, I told my parents, I'm like, listen, just I know you want to give me things. Mm-hmm. And I don't want things. Just give I mean, me I money. do want things. I was like, give me money or my yeah. own apartment. And you somehow, somehow <laughs> get me on my own apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I don't blame you. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, right now I'm just hoping that my check for my raise will be enough that I can get just a couple things off my plate. Like, I don't even necessarily need everything off my plate right now, but it's like, I got a dentist appointment on Tuesday that I'm going to have to pay for. Plus, I know that I'm going to have to have another dentist appointment because I've got fillings I need and my car needs to get registered. And I'm like, God, I just need like two things that I don't just two things I don't need to pay for would be nice. (laughs) Exactly. And this is the life of us two broke geeks. It really is. That's that's where I'm at, where even if I could just get two things that I didn't need to pay for I would be yeah oh god it's terrible plus I don't have snow tires on yet and it's been snowing here but I haven't put them on because it's like $65 to have them put on and once they put them on they've got a balance you know they got to do the balance and the yeah um, alignment once they change the tires so I'm like god damn it <laughs> And I have I have snow tires. I have all season tires still on my car. Yeah. And everywhere I go, and like if I'm at like a plate, if I'm getting like an oil change, and they're like, you know, you have all season tires on, right? I'm like, yeah. 
And you're like, okay. I'm like, yeah, it's too expensive for me to get new tires. Oh, my God. Brand new tires. If you went to get brand new tires, dude, that's like $600 or yeah. what, you know, t- Tires are stupid expensive. Keep those as long as you safely can. <laughs> oh, I'm planning to. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So what? They're all season. The road out here is melting, guys. It's yeah. melting. <laughs> oh, man. That is... Yep, you're right. That is life, being a two-broke geek. Yep. Yeah, I'm actually just hanging around here. I don't know what time you have to leave. I'm just hanging around here waiting. It's... uh. It's Leanne's birthday. She's out with her mom and the girls Yay! right now. Yeah, and so we're going to do some last-minute Christmas shopping later, so I'm just waiting for her to come home so this yeah. episode can be as long as we want it to be. Well, unfortunately, I'm looking at the time, and I still need to shower. Oh, that's right. you got to go to work today. I have to work. Yeah, well, dude, this is going to be a friggin crazy week for me at work and probably for you at work. So I. Feel it's already like- been. You know how oh. creepy it is going into work and seeing 13, 14-year-old kids dressed as elf on the shelves? It's fucking creepy. That is creepy. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. I'm like, the fuck is happening? That's really creepy. And, and you, I keep forgetting and, to tell you every single time. And the worst part is, like, you're looking at them and you're like, you're 13, 14-year-olds dressed as elf on a shelf. Yeah. Let's see. You're... Your early teen are they like guys, girls? They're all both? guys. Oh, I was gonna. Well, I guess this. Don't. Thing, I was gonna don't say. Do. I was gonna say if they were girls. Don't, and, no. But they could just all be going Not, out. And, no. Dude, they're all blowing each no. other dressed as elves as a shelf. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and, uh, I shouldn't that, say that about 13, 14 year yeah, olds. That's, that's what I was trying to stop you. I'm like, I know, but. Uh, when we were that age, you, uh, there's a guy who keeps coming in. I'm sad I haven't seen him yet because I fear this is the one time a year. Um, there's a guy who keeps coming in. Almost, he came in like all summer, and he always wears red. Always mm-hmm. has a big white beard, mm-hmm. and always has a sat a, a hat that says "I am Santa." Mm-hmm. He comes in all the time, huh? And he's and he's like he always says he's Santa, and I'm like yeah. I love you. <laughs> That's cool, and he hasn't come in for like the. He's got. He's probably I off being busy. Him. It's his yeah, busy probably. season. Yeah, it's, true. He's Santa, it's Christmas yeah. time. He's busy. He's off yeah. making dreams come true or whatever. And eating, and eating things and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Well, uh, yeah. still got another thing planned for another episode. Probably that'll be when we come. We had to talk about Star Wars today, so. Yeah. We'll we'll keep that for. Eh, I'm not busy New Year's Eve. We could record an episode New Year's Eve if you're. Yeah, I don't. You know. I don't know if I'm doing anything yet. I'm but busy. Probably can. I'm busy next weekend, obviously on Christmas Eve. I have to work during yeah. the day, and then I've got some family stuff at night. So and I'm and I'm working, and yeah. then uh, it's like I'm going. I'm gonna go to see. I'm gonna go hang out with Jenny for Christmas Eve because yeah. Patrick's gone. Uh, yep. Uh, He's gonna be home, so I told so her and I decided we're gonna watch Christmas movies and nice. get shit faced. That sounds good. Sounds like it's the best plan. Sounds like a right fun now. way to spend Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well then, uh, everybody have a you know if you are a Hanukkah person, hopefully your Hanukkah's been all right, and if you're a Christmas person, 
you know, have a great Christmas. If you're uh, none of those person, well... Have a great time. Have a great time anyway, because, yeah. you know, life is short, so... Yeah. <laughs> life is fleeting. Yeah, that's that's about all I've got yeah, for, for now. Goodbye, everybody. All right, have a good Maybe, one. Yeah, Merry Christmas and stuff. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Bye. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram, where we are also 2BGpod. If you would like to make a donation to the podcast you can do so at patreon.com slash 2bg pod that also really helps us out find atomic geekdom online at atomicgeekdom.com and on twitter at atomic geekdom thanks it's ebenezer scrooge oh. looking older and more wicked than ever i knew he wouldn't disappoint us <laughs> <laughs> Humbug. Merry Christmas! <laughs>